Greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm Henneke Watkins-Porter, and this is the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast. Of course, it is a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange, hosted by yours truly. So in this season, we explore topics under the Jamaica Stock Exchange conference theme, restructuring, restoring, and renewing, happening January 26th to 28th. So please stick around for the tips and tricks that will help you to become a pro at understanding the capital market. So in this series, uh, today's episode, we're talking with Stephen Gooden, the CEO of NCB Capital Markets and the president of Jamaica Securities Dealers Association. Today, we're going to be looking at the role of the JC private market in unlocking capital and providing efficiencies. Welcome, welcome, Stephen. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too. I hope it has been going well for you. Yeah, man. So far, so good. So far, so good. Awesome. So we are going to dive into it. Now, recently, the Jamaica Stock Exchange launched their private market. First of all, I'd love for you to tell me, what is a private market? You know, generally speaking, a private market represents that market that trades non-public securities. So securities that are not listed on a public stock exchange. Now, within this context, the context of, of the GSE, The private market is a platform to facilitate the trading of these securities, right? So typically, the securities trade over the counter through a broker, right? What the stock exchange has done is to create a platform to to, to facilitate transparent trading of the securities. So it's almost as if it's trading on the GSC platform as we know it, but it's done in a private space. Okay, right. so so there is no IPO, initial public offering, no, and, no in, and no, no APO as we know it. No, 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 no. So it don't, nothing like that, right? So what it does, it, it facilitates the trading of an existing universe of securities. Within the context of Jamaica, these securities are registered under the exempt distribution regime. What that All right. Says okay. Is that, yeah. Great. Because yeah. exactly right. where I was like, where I was yeah, going to go. <laughs> yeah, man. So what that does is that if a company that is in good standing with the regulators and the tax authorities, they are looking to raise money, right? They can opt not to go public, but to trade or register the securities. Sorry, under the FSCs, the Financial Services Commission exempt distribution uh, regime. And what this does is allow them an exemption from preparing a prospectus and all those things that a company would prepare to go through a public uh, listing, which is a very... Tedious, a, a more process. of a tedious process, yeah? More of a tedious process. And, and that process is, is required because you're actually offering your securities to the public, right? But when you are offering your securities to a smaller group of what we can loosely call sophisticated investors... You can actually go to the FSC or register with the FSC for an exemption, right? So you go forward with basic information with the understanding that the investor understands what he or she is investing in. All right. right? So so there's that existing universe of securities. So what the stock Mm -hmm. exchange is saying now, okay, instead of trading it over the counter, whereby me, you, to the extent that we are in that bucket of sophisticated, I'm using the word loosely. Right, where we'll trade the securities via our broker or wealth management firm. What the stock exchange will do now is provide you with a platform to trade those securities. So you can see the bids, the offers, 
and all of those things. So it's just, just a more efficient way for investors to trade the securities. All right, great. So one of the objectives of this podcast, really, Stephen, is to simplify some terms so that the right. general man on the street can get it, right? Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. we talk about securities, what mm-hmm. are we talking about? Because, I mean, I'm speaking to you today as well in the yeah, capacity man. of president of Jamaica Securities right, right, Dealer right, right. Association. So right. what are securities, really? Right, all right. So you'll hear about bonds, stocks, right? Mm-hmm. These are the, the primary universe of securities, notes. So when a company is looking to borrow money, they can borrow money from a bank, and that's a loan, or they can go into the capital markets and borrow money via a bond, right? Uh, that bond will have a tenure, that bond will have a coupon payment or interest payment, as we Jamaicans like to call it, right? A typical bond could be a five-year bond in tenure, seven-year bond, and it pays an interest of seven, eight, six, five percent right? That is one universe of securities, and we call those fixed income securities, right? They re- resemble a loan, but it's not really a loan, right? Mm-hmm. And likewise, you have the stocks, which are you know, those shares that are trading on the stock exchange. But in the private market, these stocks are called private equity stocks, which is different, meaning mm-hmm. it's not offered to John Brown or the, the general public. Right. So we talk about um, even bonds. I know that we could break it down into several others because there's treasury bill and there's all these other, based on the tenure of the the, the bond. Right. Some Mm -hmm. secured, some unsecured. You have all of those things. But these are instruments issued by companies when they are looking to raise money and it provides investors with an opportunity to participate in the growth of the company and earn a return, whether it's a form of an interest payment, if it's a bond or, you know, the movement in share price, if it's a stock. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that we are eliminating some of the the hoops, as it were, to right. um, that would be required if we're going to the main market or mm-hmm. even the junior market to, to simplify the process and for ease of access. Now, right. with yeah, simplification, so, 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 yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, so I'm saying the private market generally, you know, is, it yes, it's simpler. It is simpler, but there are the pros and cons, right? Yes, and we want to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) Know that you, yeah, segue into that for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so in in a public market, basically all investors, classes of investors can can buy and sell a security, right? And the information is out there. So there's a higher level of transparency. There's more information in the marketplace. There's more liquidity in the security. And with that comes better pricing if you are an issuer, right? So if it's your company looking to raise money, you tend, although the process to go public is more tedious, you tend to get better terms and there are the benefits, right? So that is that is one extreme. When you say terms, what do you mean? Terms. So for example, if you were to go to the public market to say issue a bond, you're likely to get a better rate than if you were to go fully private. Right. Okay. right? Just want to make it clear for right, our listeners. Right. <laughs> but, but, it's a, but it's a more tedious process, it's a longer process, right? So we have two extremes and the private, the JSE private market is almost like taking the benefits of both and trying to put them together, right? The other extreme is the private market, loosely, you know, speaking, where you trade over the counter. Over the counter meaning there's no platform to trade on, right? That is the old way of, of trading. What mm-hmm. the stock exchange is saying is that, okay, the old way of trading on the private market is not the most efficient. The most efficient way is actually to have a public listing where you have a platform, but why not try strike a balance? Why not take those private securities and list them on a private market? 
right? So it's almost like you're having some of the benefits of both worlds. You get greater liquidity, not as much as if you, you were to go the public route, which also results in better pricing for the person that is looking or the company that's looking to raise the money. It may not be as good as if you were to go public, but the process is less tedious. While for the investor, the investor, by virtue of having this security now trading on a platform, there's greater liquidity for the investor, and the investor can get a better sense of how his or her investment is performing. So what would be some of the requirements? What qualifies a company to be part of this private market? And, and this is the first in Jamaica, right? It is. It's, no, but actually... this, is the first. this private market platform right. is the first in Jamaica. Let's use the word platform. Yes. Right. But the private market is broad. What this right, is a platform yeah. for the private market, right? Right. Yes. So this is the first platform in Jamaica. And the requirements are simple. First thing, you need to have your security. And we spoke about what those securities could look like earlier. We need to have those securities registered under the Financial Services Commission exempt distribution guidelines, meaning that they get exempted from having to the company that is issuing the securities or raising the money gets exempted from having to do a full-blown prospectus, which is a tedious process. And for a company looking to raise money, that process can be a two-week process with the FSC, right? Right. So you have to register with the FSC under the exempt distribution guidelines, right? Um, and prior to doing that, you need to ensure that you're in good standing you know, with the tax authorities and all the regulatory bodies that may oversee you as a company, right? You need to ensure that that is the case. Uh, Once you fulfill that requirement and you are registered with FSC, then you apply to the Jamaica Stock Exchange to have your securities uh, listed on the private market. And the process is simple. There's a form that you need to fill out. Uh, You pay your registration fees, which is tiered. Right. And there are one or two other things, but it's, it's not a tedious process. I think that the bigger part of the process is to have your securities registered with the Financial Securities uh, Commission. And with that, so we can have smaller companies being a part of this, taking advantage of this yeah. platform? Yeah, you can have smaller companies taking advantage of this platform. Larger companies that may not necessarily want to share the information publicly for competitive reasons or otherwise. Right, but once you are registered with the FSC under the exempt distribution guideline, apply uh, to the FSC. There is a minimum uh, listing amount, which I, I can't remember, but it's not too onerous, right? Okay. Not too high. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're not we're not pricing um, the small man out of the market. No, right, right, <laughs> no right. pun intended. I mean, I mean put, put it this way. Put it this way. The cost when you're looking to borrow money as a company or a business, there are two ways to do it. Generally speaking, you can go to a bank or you can go to the capital markets. The capital markets, which is captures what we are talking about now, we have been talking about the capital markets, the private markets, and so on, it's a part of the broader capital markets. The capital markets provide more flexible solutions, so bonds and so on tend to be a little bit more flexible than bank loans, right? But the process is different. And if your bond is too small, or the amount of money you are looking to raise too small, then it may suit you to just do a bank loan, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the larger the raise is, even if you're a small entity, the larger the raise is, probably lean a little bit more towards doing bonds as opposed to loans. Right. But if you are too small, then it probably makes sense to do a loan. But the point is, is that given the minimum entry requirement, SMEs 
can raise money and list on the private market. Yes, and and I'm so happy about the um the junior the junior market as well. Exactly, that makes it exactly. less onerous. All right, so uh, we want to wrap with what our title is, which is the role of the JC private markets, and I want to add platform in mm-hmm. unlocking capital and providing efficiency. So I know you've pretty much alluded to some of it, but I want you to bring home or a conversation right now, Stephen, mm-hmm. by just, you know, summarizing what's the role of this private market platform in providing these efficiencies, because we know, uh, you know, bureaucracy, which comes with, you know, if you're listing on the main market and so on, mm-hmm. and, and and accessing capital, what that can do. So this, based on our conversation, is eliminating a lot of that. So kind of, you know, bring it home it's for us. Rough, rough. Right, right. So, so listing on this platform, the requirements, there's no significant or let me say material additional requirements, right? If you were listed on the platform versus not listing your securities on the platform, the requirements, the ongoing reporting requirements is minimal. There's, there's, a, there's a maintenance fee, annual fee, but outside of that, the requirements for you to be on the private market platform is the additional requirements is, is minimal compared to if you had securities that are already private that's not on the platform so that is one right so accessing the platform is is relatively easy and with that comes significant benefits right benefits to the issuer by issuer i mean the company that is looking to raise the money right typically the more liquid a market is meaning that the more buying and selling of securities that take place the better pricing is when it comes on to raising money theoretically if you were to say raise money on a private market and your securities are not trading on a platform like this let's say you were to go to market and you were to raise money at eight percent by listing your securities on the private market by virtue of it being more liquid you may be able to raise money at a rate that is lower than eight percent okay so so your cost of, of of debt or cost of borrowing becomes cheaper Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a significant um, benefit to the ECO, right? And, and it also helps when you're looking to raise money subsequently because your security would have been trading on a platform and there would have been some pricing history or some history on how your security is trade. So you may be able at a later date to even raise money at a lower price. So that is, that is a fundamental benefit for the issuer. For the investor now, which is you and me looking to participate in a bond and make money, Greater liquidity is always good, right? Because although you may invest in a bond that is, say, five years in tenure, you may want to come out after year two, right? But if the market is not liquid, you may have a challenge selling your security. Or if you do sell it, you may not sell it at the price that you may want to sell it at. So let's say in your mind, you have a bond and the bond is valued $1,000. Your ability to get that $1,000 is greater if you're trade that security or that bond is traded on a liquid exchange so base case without the platform it would be a little bit more difficult for you to sell right best case if you do sell you may not get the best pricing when you're disposing your security so i would say those are the the main highlights in terms of of benefits and also what we technicians call price discovery Mm -hmm. it's like buying real estate right you guess how it kind of the real estate market is a private market, so to speak, and you have you have to put some guesswork into okay what the value of your house is or what the value of the, your building is because there's no platform that trades houses, so to speak. 
Right, right. Get right? <laughs> so prior to this, so prior to this private market platform, there's some amount of guesswork as into what your security or your bond is valued. By virtue of this platform, now, now that you are trading security on the platform, you can actually see what your bond traded at. So if you were to go back to the house analogy, if houses could be traded on a platform, you see exactly, okay, a house that looks just like mine in the same neighborhood, it is trading at $30 million. Okay, the value of my house, I know with a certain level of certainty, is $30 million as opposed to, you know, applying some guesswork to that. So that's a significant benefit. Okay, great. So I'm going to allow you, Stephen, to put on your NCB Capital Market um, hat for just a moment um, mm-hmm. and just pull a little plug there. Why should somebody, you know, seeking capital or wanting investment, why should we come to you? <laughs> why should we come to you? <laughs> so, so, come on. So NCB Capital Markets, you know, we are very active when it comes on to fundraising activities for our clients, right? I would say... We are one of the largest, our largest investment banks when it comes down to debt and equity raises, right? And there's data to support that. In terms of even trading of securities on the public platform now, for 2020, we we were actually the number one top brokerage in terms of the value of securities traded on the public platform, right? So so we, we do a whole lot of fundraising for our clients, while at the same time, we facilitate a lot of trading for our clients. And also, we are the first to list a company on the, the new private market. And uh, we actually have an application in front of the JC now. All right. So, you know, you plug along, so I'm going to send you the bill, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But Stephen, Stephen Gooden, it has been such a pleasure talking with you as we talk about the role of the JSE private market platform in unlocking yeah. capital and providing efficiencies. I want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yeah, and thank, thank you for having me. Absolutely. No, right. stay tuned for the JSE Insider, of course, the segment for the Jamaica Stock Exchange to share happenings and updates. So coming up next. In today's JSE Insider, Burrito Investments Limited declares dividend. Burrito Investments Limited has advised that its board of directors approved a board resolution on January 21, 2021 for an interim dividend of Jamaican dollars 0.746 per stock units to be paid on February 15, 2021 to shareholders on record at the close of business on February 5, 2021. The ex-dividend date is February 4, 2021. Thank you so much for listening to the Jamaica Stock Exchange and you, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange with your host, Henneke Watkins-Porter. I trust that you enjoy this episode exploring the recently launched JSC private market platform. Next week, it is all about obtaining government assistance through Exim Bank and our guest will be the managing director of Exim Bank, Ms. Lisa Bell, Mrs. Lisa Bell. To stay in touch or to learn more about the Jamaica Stock Exchange, you can head over to jamstockx.com to register for a free account. Send us your feedback on this podcast at podcast at jamstockx.com or find us on social media at JamStockX. The Jamaica Stock Exchange and You is produced by me, Hanika Watkins-Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. That's all for now. See you next time. Remember, as Warren Buffett says, rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. Take care. Take care.